What the Actual Fork podcast is co-hosted by two intuitive eating registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, owner of Fine Food Freedom, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. We can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we are medical professionals, we are human beings too. We are not afraid to share our deepest, darkest secrets and how many years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So get comfy and join us for a casual combo where you can expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. We are so grateful that you're here. So if you enjoyed this podcast and want to connect further, we invite you to follow along on Instagram at what the actual fork pod and subscribe, rate and review our podcast so we can continue to share this message with more and more people. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of what the actual fork podcast Good morning, Sam. It's morning. We're actually recording in the morning, so I can say that. I know. Technically, it's before noon. I never get to see your face before noon. Probably Um, for good reason. I was going to say, we're here for not fun circumstances Uh, that you had a crazy day already and it's uh, not even noon, but I feel like I've lived. I think I honestly feel like I've lived five lives and it's 11 a.m., 11, 12. My son had a delayed school opening because of the two inches of snow that we got. Um, And so I've already paid a cancellation fee for the workout class that I was supposed to take, Um, done laundry, screamed, (laughs) embarrassed myself, feel like I saw a million people see me be a bad mom this morning and folded the laundry but then didn't put it away. Like just all the things. Um, well, and I'm I promise feeling you you're my boobs. not a bad mom. And it's already time to pump again. I'm like, didn't I just do that? Oh <laughs> like, God. Pumping happening? goes by so quick. Like the time <sighs> between them. But also like, I feel like I, for- I forget where I saw this, obviously somewhere on social where it's like, why not that this is completely related to this, but like, why do all places open like at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. for, for kids. kids when it's like we've been up since six? You like know? we've like, lived three lives. Yeah, since like then. the day's already like over by 10 a.m. Well, that's like. something that like I really that actually bothers me so much because places I feel like don't think about kids' nap times. Like Correct. the places that are made for like toddlers, like basically all toddlers nap at the same time, right? Yeah. Like they just do. It's like natural circadian rhythm. It's not like, oh, my mom wants to put me to bed at 3.30. Like, no, like they fall asleep in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, so if you're opening at 10, I can be there for like an hour. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. At all. I totally agree. Like at all. And then like the babies, like the things that are open and the morning time, it's like, well, babies nap at that time. Like they all nap around nine. Like this is not a surprise. Yes. <laughs> like, and it's like, if these places are made for kids, then right. like, can we get this right? Oh, and now like I try on the days that I do have help, I try to like work out at like in like the 915 class. And I'm like, now I get it. Like they're all moms in this room that just came from drop off because everybody's drop off is at nine. Like now it all makes sense to me. I didn't understand the timings before, but like the places that give you that extra 15 minutes to get there, like bless you. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. perfect segue into today's conversation because shit hit the fan today for you. Shit hits the fan every day, I feel like, for us. And so what a better thing to talk about than how convenience foods and processed foods, which we're going to talk about, are like our best friend right now. I'm trying to pull up. There's a certain influencer um, that... (laughs) That does not have kids that just goes on and not that you need to have kids to have permission to eat anything. But in this conversation, we're obviously two moms talking about things, but, um, there's a certain influencer that talks about how horrible processed foods are quote unquote for you. And like, does not have children and understand that aspect of fast food and the necessity of it in our lives. Because if you don't understand that, the alternative is not eating, right? And like, that's not good. <laughs> like, you can't be a good parent or a good person or have any patience if you're starving. So there's just like so much nuance and so many layers to it. And it also is like the perfect time to talk about this too, because I remember a comment that I got yesterday actually on one of my posts that um, I duetted Elena. Um, I always mess up her last name. How do you say Elena's last name? Is it name? Freed? Fried? Freed. I don't know. Right? I always say it wrong. But Elena, everybody knows who she is. E.P. Freed on Instagram. We had her on the podcast too. Um, she duetted somebody else's uh, video, He Who Will Not Be Named, about veggie straws. Yes. And this person, I'll read that comment too um, while we get into this conversation because there's just so much to it. Yeah. And I love that you said to like, want to just elevate that disclaimer of like, you do not have to be a parent for this episode to be relevant to you. And honestly, like I've, I've always said on this podcast that I'm not a chef and I do like to keep things super simple and quick and easy in the kitchen. And so if convenience foods are going to help you feed yourself, then they are a wonderful, wonderful tool, um, to get to. Amen. Um, I'm trying to find this comment first, but I guess that we could, oh, okay. I got it. It's a really good one. But I think we should start by what is the definition of processed foods, which I just did a Google search. I'm sure there's many definitions of it. But the first thing that comes up out of, I think this is like in the trillions of the results that come up in 0.43 seconds. Thank you, Google, for telling us that. (laughs) Um, It says processed foods refer to any food that's changed from its natural state. This can include food that was simply cut, washed, heated, pasteurized, canned, cooked, frozen, dried, dehydrated, mixed, or packaged. It can also include food that has added preservatives, nutrients, flavors, salt, sugars, or fats. And I think, again, being the dietitian on this podcast, which we still are since we still have licenses, um, you know, if a client comes and says, I really have interest in decreasing the amount of packaged foods that I'm eating, the first layer of questioning that I would go through would be, you know, why? 
Like, why do you want to do that? And really uncover the reasons to, you know, where this want is coming from. Is it because we're not physically feeling, you know, how we want to feel? Or is it because someone like Real Foodology on social media tells us we're a bad person because we eat these things, right? So like, that's the first thing. And then the second piece of it is, it's understanding that unless, unless this is, Whenever I say this on social media, people are always like, um, that's not what they mean by processed food. But like everything, unless you grow it yourself, is processed. <laughs> like everything. Very true. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like first we figure out the why. Then we can absolutely figure out more ways to put in diversity into your diet. But the mm-hmm. truth is you're never going to not have processed foods in your diet unless you live on a farm and God bless you and you're cooking everything for yourself that you grew. Right? Per- Correct. 100% correct. And like you said, there's just like we said, there's no shame if you eat these things. There's no shame if you want to start to move away from those and include more whole foods into your diet. But like you said, it comes down to the intention behind the change. That is so important. Um, and, and that it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? That's all we see is like, you can't eat these things or you should eat these things. And it's like, we believe in our clients having the power of choice and we're just discussing the nuance behind the conversation. So here's a comment that really, I think, hones in on everything that you just said. And like, I'm going to read you my response. We had a very quick convo. I I think that I got my point across pretty quickly. And like, I, once a video of mine kind of goes on the wrong side of social media, I don't answer comments, but I saw this one pop up and I just felt the need to, as my son was actually eating probably goldfish, not veggie straws in the (laughs) backseat of the car while I was reading it, I was parked. But so this person said, those aren't healthy though. Canola oil, cornstarch. I'm just curious. Do you think that's a healthy snack? Why are you using this example? I'm genuinely genuinely curious because I like your page, but this one throws me off. How'd I do? Um, I was going to say, I love the accent. (laughs) Love the vocal fry. I'm really into accents right now. I read a book to Noah last night, all in the Peppa Pig voice. And he said, mom, stop being Peppa. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) back to this. So I wrote back, Appreciate you being here. Why aren't they healthy? They provide calories for my growing son and he enjoys them as part of his diet. They aren't his whole diet. Done, right? Mm-hmm. She wrote back immediately and said, Yes, and calories aren't all that matter. They are not created the same. Seed oils aren't very good for you. So, yes, it's a calorie with a very unhealthy ingredient. So, we know exactly who's brainwashed her. Yes. But I wrote back, I said, They are a small piece of a varied diet and they make him happy. So, therefore, I'm okay with it. And I think you replace that food with any food you're questioning and any human being, I don't care how old you are. And that answer still stands. As long as there is variety in your diet, any food can fit. And I think that that is the biggest piece of this message that I hope to get across from my own personal standpoint today, because the terrorization of food on social media has made it so that our health is declining from a mental standpoint over anything else. Yes. And I think it goes back to the this like all of a sudden people are just expecting extremes. Um, let's say, let's use the veggie straws, right? If I was restricting them and I'm not eating veggie straws for seven years and now I'm trying to make peace with food and I'm like 
binging on veggie straws or eating a large amount of them because I'm trying to teach myself that I have unconditional permission to eat them. It's not going to be like that forever. We know with food habituation, you're going to start to consume foods then and then want to eventually get to a place of adding that variety. And I think like that person that you were commenting back and forth with, you hit the nail on the head. They're, they keep saying like... Like they're focusing that you're going to only serve your kid veggie straws. Like, first of all, usually when you hand a toddler a snack, they take like two bites and forget they even like have the rest on the floor of my car. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, yeah. But, but I also love how you made this conversation flow into like, it doesn't matter if you're a two year old or a 37 year old, it, it still stands true of if you're eating veggie straws, that is not what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. And I want to add in though, like if you are working on incorporating more of these foods and that were restricted for a long time, that's that fear of like, I'm never going to stop eating these or, or I'm consuming so much of them. And sometimes you will consume more of them when you haven't been air quotes allowed to eat them for so yes. long. But that's still like, oh, that kind of verbiage. And it's hard. So I feel like a broken record by saying this, but Illumi deodorant has literally changed my life since being pregnant and now postpartum. Now that you are pregnant while we're talking about this, do you agree? (laughs) I do. And you better believe that I'm stocking up on my Illumi products for when the postpartum stench returns because there there was no time in my life that I was smellier than that time. But like, there's that. And I think the layering of the stench that comes with the hormones postpartum, but also like the lack of time to shower, like please buy the wipes in bulk. (laughs) Yes. The wipes are by far my favorite product of Lumi's. So since being postpartum more recently for me, that's my experience that I have with Lumi at this moment. I am obsessed with the whole body deodorant specifically and the wipes for the way that they really do help me smell fresher. But in addition, I love that they're created by an OBGYN. I love that they are made without baking soda and parabens. And I love that they truly do block and control my odor for longer than any other brand I have ever tried. And in my late 30s, I have tried many different brands. I could not agree more. So as a special (laughs) offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack using code FORK, that's F-O-R-K, at lumideodorant.com. And that's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code FORK. One of the things that's like crazy to me about social media is like the assumptions, right? And like Mm -hmm. the reality is is that my son's diet is not that varied. (laughs) Like he's almost three. He'll be three tomorrow. And like, he certainly has his safe foods and the foods that he loves and the foods that he will eat. And as a dietitian, I'm constantly exposing him to more foods. It doesn't mean he eats them, right? Mm -hmm. But even so, and even with that being in it, you know, veggie straws, like you said, are not the only thing that he eats all day long. Just like if you are a person that's like, I really want to decrease the seed oils in my diet. Like I'm not even going to talk about what seed oils are and like fight with our listeners about if this gets on the wrong side of the podcast world about whether or not they're good for you or not. But like, if you say to me, like, Jenna, I really want to decrease my seed oil consumption. And I'm like, okay, like, let's talk about what you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and the snacks. And you say, well, first I drink um, a quart 
of canola oil for breakfast. And for my snack, I drink um, vegetable oil. And for my lunch, I drink sunflower seed, like whatever, oil, 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 oil. And you're drinking it. Like, yeah, I'm going to be like, you know what? It's amazing that you're still here. (laughs) (laughs) And we should talk about ways to decrease your overall oil consumption. But like, if that's not you, I'm personally like, First of all, not worried. And second, I can't tell you what is best for you unless we're working together. And now that Sam and I have made insurance-based practice or insurance-based care part of our practice, like you have the opportunity to have this conversation with a dietitian and not take for free potentially and not get your information off of social media, like period. Yes. And because there's so much, like we always use the word nuance to the conversation, like this we haven't even brought like privilege into the conversation Mm. of like, what food do you have access to? What food can you afford? You know, what food is in season? Like what snacks do you have on hand? When's the next time you can go to the grocery store? Do you need more shelf stable food? Like there's that, that is the stuff that, like you said, the assumptions and the things that are left out in the comment sections that no, like we just, we can't simply have these conversations because we don't know someone's individualized needs or their environment for their food choices. And I think to add to that is like, there are no absolute statements that apply to everyone. Like, well, maybe like everybody needs to drink water, right? Like everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone needs, needs to eat. food consistently, <laughs> like, right? But those are so blanket. Like, once you come down to the macronutrients, the micronutrients, the the health uh, recommendations, yeah, the things that will affect our lab values from a medical nutrition therapy standpoint, like. And that I, I feel like a broken record in my DMs because the and I'm sure you get this too the amount of people that'll write and I'm so grateful that they feel safe enough to send me messages that are seven pages long with what they're going through but I have to respond and say like we are not we cannot legally give you medical nutrition therapy advice through a direct message yes. like I have not assessed you I don't have your health history I don't know your med- like and so it's the same thing with these wellness influencers that are just spewing the shit nutrition advice everywhere. Like they, there's, first of all, it's illegal and malpractice and unethical, but it's like, you don't know anything about the people that you're talking to and you cannot be giving this advice. I also saw something somebody wrote, or maybe it was a video recently where it was like, you know, judging somebody on the food that they're eating, like the person eating the donut for example, I think that's what they used in the video. Like they could be an eating disorder recovery. Not that you need to be an eating disorder recovery again to enjoy a donut, but mm-hmm. the ability that somebody feels that they have to judge somebody's food intake without knowing anything about them is just absolutely wild to me, right? Like that could be a huge win and milestone for this person and their life and that moment in time. And somebody says the wrong thing to them about the food being processed and it could spiral them back into treatment, right? Mm -hmm. Like you just don't know. Yes. And I feel like we've had that conversation with um, even Sharon Maxwell, right? Because Mm -hmm. then that brings into the conversation 
like just body size because you and I could post a picture of eating a donut and talking about food freedom and we'll have a bunch of people be like, yeah, food freedom, like eat the damn donut. And then (laughs) our colleague Sharon or anyone that resides in a larger body will post that same picture and it'll be like, you're a terrible person. Like you're, you know, so unhealthy. Again, making assumptions based on what they're eating and then bringing body size into it as well. So the internet is just... (laughs) So fucked up. So extremely fucked. Layering onto this, I did a quick Google and found an article called Healthy Food versus Highly Processed Food, What to Know. And on this article, it's from Healthline. So, you know, taken with a grain of salt, but they do have they do list their research um for the claims that they make in this article and all Healthline articles. But um, they talk about like there's four groups of processed foods, right? So it's called the Nova groups one through four, and it goes basically from fruits and vegetables to ultra processed foods. And so the next section of this is examples of highly processed foods. And it starts with things like sugary beverages, like sodas, coffee drinks, energy drinks, et cetera. And like towards the bottom of this, it's calling quote unquote, highly processed foods, um, packaged breads. I had that for breakfast, Mm -hmm. energy and protein bars and shakes. I have a protein bar right down here as my snack. I just ate one before we got on. (laughs) Next, Um, boxed pasta products. I had plans to make some bonza actually for dinner tonight. Um, Sweetened yogurts, have a bunch in my fridge. Margarine and other spreads and such as cream cheese. I had cream cheese on my toast this morning, but the doesn't matter. Because the point is some of these foods on here could be parts of a meal that also contain foods that are quote unquote in that group one, which would increase their nutrient density. Some of these foods are simply needed in lives for survival, <laughs> um, like we, you and I are going through right now, you being pregnant with a toddler and me with two babies trying to run two businesses, um, you know, casually. And <laughs> just like, drop that in there like, and laugh casually. Um, you know, just that and like so on and so forth. But like the reality is, is that I personally wouldn't consider half of this, more than half of this list, quote unquote, ultra processed um, and could argue that they are a necessary part of my own personal diet and the diet of many of my clients within our practice as well. So I think the point of this is just to say that anything when it comes to nutrition, there's no way to call something healthy or unhealthy. There's just not. There's ways that we assess a diet and assess somebody's lifestyle and figure out ways to make you feel good with the choices that you have, right? Um, and I know that we had talked about before starting to record going over some of our favorite processed foods and ways that we use them. And I would love to do that with you because that is literally what I'm surviving off of. 100%. And that's what I wanted to get to. And I'm like jotting down as you're talking because I think maybe giving some live examples too of how you can mix, I'm going to use heavy air quotes on ultra processed foods, like categorizing something as that, but how you can pair that with a whole food source and it becomes extremely nutrient dense and satisfying because we have to think about like, we have to actually enjoy what we're eating. Um, so shall we just go almost like meal by meal, like go like breakfast items, snack, like let's yes. just hit it. So I'm going to go with mine first that I wrote here because I truly think I have this multiple times a week for years on end. Um, I know exactly what it's going to be. 
I already know I already that know. you know. Um, <laughs> I can picture I'm a it. Frozen waffle queen, and so is my daughter now because of me. <laughs> and I, my favorite way to mix it up is I'll do a nut butter spread. And so if you have a nut allergy, you could do a sunflower seed butter on there. I do chia seeds on there. So adding some fiber and some nutrients and some crunch, some type of fresh berry, whatever we have, sometimes an apple, sometimes a banana, some type of fresh fruit on top. And then I'll usually drizzle with honey. And that is like my go-to breakfast. And if I don't have that for breakfast, it usually makes it somewhere later in the day as a snack. It cracks me up. I literally could have said that out loud for you. Um, <laughs> Love that. Love that for you. What a perfect segue into this conversation because as we've been saying this entire episode, we are obsessed with quick and easy meals. And that is why I love HelloFresh because we get those quick and easy meals. I do not want to spend hours in the kitchen, nor do I have time. (laughs) Who does, right? Um, And so I love that they have the option for the 15-minute recipes, taking 15 minutes or less. All about that. Also, right now, when you sign up for HelloFresh, you get that free breakfast item for life. So every single HelloFresh delivery comes with that. And again, we have been hitting that home that we love quick, easy, convenient items that make nourishment simple and easy. And delicious at the same time. Yes. Satisfaction guaranteed. So if this hits home for you, head on over to HelloFresh.com slash fork free and use code fork free for free breakfast for life. That's a mouthful. One breakfast (laughs) item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash fork free. Again, using code fork free. Also, if you have heard us talking about Green Chef in the past, please note that Green Chef slash Every Plate is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meals to choose from, there is something for everyone. We absolutely love switching between the brands and now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. Right now, I would say my three breakfasts that I am cycling between um, are, I really like the premier protein pancakes that are frozen because my son Mm. and I share a package. So I'll eat two, he'll eat one. Um, We microwave them for 45 seconds and they're good to go. They're honestly, I think they're really good and they look like like a, a pancake that comes from like the diner. So like he thinks that they're not protein pancakes, um, which is very important in my life right now. So I'll do either those with some nut butter and some berries and some syrup, um, or I'll make a smoothie and protein powder is processed. um, So I will use that as my protein source, or I will make oatmeal. And you know how the internet loves oatmeal right now, but oatmeal in a little packet, those rolled oats that give me the exact amount that I want without any thinking. And then I could add all my stuff to it. Like so easy. And again, done in 90 seconds. Um, Because, and I posted this the other day about like how my nutrition advice as a mom has changed since becoming a mom, but like literally the, I think I wrote it on here and I want to read it word for word, but moms almost have no time to themselves. So teaching a mom how to use processed and on-the-go foods can allow them actually to eat versus not eat. And for me, it always starts with breakfast. If I can't get something in my mouth for breakfast, the trajectory of my day just like plummets. (laughs) Yes. And I'm happy that you brought up oatmeal because that's another one that's been a big one for me lately too. And I love... 
I had a brand, this is not sponsored, reach out and send me some um, of their like cups, like the cup oatmeal. It's Mush? Milk Labs. Oh. No, Milk Labs. And they're really yummy. And so uh, that's like another bonus is like you don't have to do dishes <laughs> because the, Amazing. you can pour the milk right in and then I'll add like nut butter and fruit and drizzle honey on top of that. So trying to make it, you know, more dense there. And it's just, it's so easy. And like you said, anything that can make feeding yourself simple. That's and I want to this is all about. call attention to what you just said too, about how you're like, how, how you said, and I said, like adding nut butter and fruit and understanding the basics of nutrition, right? Like we call it nutrition 101 in our practice or like understanding like the baseline science of nutrition can help you say like, what is in my fridge right now? That's a carbohydrate, a fat, a protein that I can just put together to make a meal. Yes, that's great for my overall health, but it's going to satisfy me. It's going to keep me fuller longer. It's going to have foods in it that I enjoy and like and want to eat. That combination and the reason we're mentioning all of these ingredients is to satisfy that need, right? So understanding a little bit of nutrition education can go so far to allow you to make these choices. Yes. So let's go into the snacking arena. I know we both said that. Protein bars. Protein bars. <laughs> like I have, I literally have like the clear bins in my pantry with just loads of different brands. Some mm-hmm. have more carbs than others. Some more have more fats than others. Some have more protein than others. And it's just, I like all the different textures, flavors, um, mouthfeel to them. So it, I order loads of bars off of Amazon and just have them constantly in rotation. That for me, a hundred percent. And the only other thing that I'm like really loving right now, snack wise, are those Chobani completes, like the drinkable yes. yogurts, because I don't need a spoon and I can drink it in the car. And it's like a quick burst of carbs, calories, protein, all of the things. And it's delicious. You just have to shake them really good. Cause the first time I drank them, it was like a little bit thick, but if you shake it hard, it's like, just like a yogurt smoothie. Yes. And then I feel like other, I mean, these are such simple snack ideas, but like just pointing out that you can have cheese sticks, like, right? Mm. Like multiple cheese sticks with crackers. You have multiple cheese sticks with an apple or banana. So you could add it with a whole food source. Um, Thinking about like nuts and trail mixes and how you can have those mixed in. You could pre-mix them or make them with like any type of crunchy cereal, popcorn, pretzels, um, Chex Mix. I forget if I said that. There's just so many ways that you can take, like we said, whole food sources and mix them with these. And I hate using even the words ultra processed processed foods, foods. but yeah, just processed (laughs) foods where it's there, it'll make it satisfying, enjoyable and quick. A hundred percent. I love that. So quickly going into lunch, I think that lunch used to be, I was actually, I saw a TikTok that I made from last year that was like, I'm going to make sure I eat lunch every single day, which like make my lunch every single day, I should say, because that's always a meal that I struggle with to make, especially when I'm busy working. So especially post baby, I craved a ton of deli meat. But even so now, like in my fridge, I have chicken, I'm sorry, turkey, sliced turkey and chicken salad. Um, 
with bread, a piece of cheese, maybe a sprinkle of lettuce on top. And like, that is the quickest meal I could possibly make and shove into my mouth. Um, and has been super, super helpful for me. But if you look at, you know, the influencers take on deli meats and breads, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. (laughs) It wouldn't, it wouldn't be, I'm not even going to say his name approved. Um, (laughs) one thing that I just found and a lot of grocery stores have these, but I, I love them. And and I've actually said like, I need, I want to start doing these myself because it would be way more cost effective. But for now, I have, you know, I am very privileged to have the ability to purchase these, but they're these mixed bean salads where it's like chopped veggies, beans, lemon juice, oil, like, and they're so delicious and crunchy. And so the, that's an example of a air quotes processed food, but it also helps me increase my nutrient dense foods because I just don't have the mental capacity. I do. I just like don't feel like prioritizing it of purchasing all these things separately, mixing them together to create these side dishes. So that has been something that I've been loving lately. And I honestly forget the brand. So I need, I can circle back on that, but they have a bunch of different ones. And again, it's like veggies, beans with these kind of Greek style vinaigrettes that are so yummy and simple. That sounds delicious. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um. I think that dinner would be like super easy to just list off like 1 million things because especially in this phase of my life, like I am by no means cooking meals, (laughs) but I am putting meals together. And I think like, that's like a cool distinction to be able to make. Like, for example, last night I bought salmon, pieces of salmon, and I put it in the air fryer. I bought frozen crunchy potatoes from Wegmans. They're Wegmans brand. Um, They come like with oil and spices on them and you stick them in the air fryer. I do have two air fryers. So that's why I could do both at the same time. (laughs) Um, One is smaller than the other, but you know, I did both of those. And then I chopped up some tomatoes and cucumbers and put some seasoning on it. And like, that was my color, my protein and my carb. And essentially I cooked none of it, right? So like, but it was so easy and delicious. And again, using frozen and processed foods. My other favorites that I have every, I think I have 100 of them in my fridge right now, frozen chicken meatballs because I bought them at Costco. Yes. Chicken meatballs or chicken sausage. So easy. So many different flavors available. So processed, (laughs) but like so delicious. Make me happy, right? So easy to use. Pastas, whether it's bean-based, whole wheat, 
white, whatever it is, all in my pantry right now. And what I'm also loving right now is like a meal, a piece to a meal is right 90 second rice. I'm like yes. loving buying like the sushi Trader style Joe's rice. Is so good too. Yes. I don't know if you've had their, their Wait, jasmine but have, one. Have you ever Jack bought or... like the white sushi rice that's like 90 second? So it has no. like a little sweetness to it. So it's stickier. Ooh. Oh my God. I just found one recently. Um, that was just so good. I bought like four of them the next time I went to the store because it just has so much extra flavor to it and it's delicious. But again, like culture would say no. I say yes. I also <laughs> just remember that you were pregnant. Like I keep forgetting because I'm only seeing your face and now I totally get what you meant when you would say that to me when I was pregnant. When I would say what to you? <laughs> like I keep forgetting that you're pregnant because oh, yeah. I can only see your face. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Um, so first of all, I think we had like very similar dinners last night. I say on here very often that like I'm very grateful that my husband is the, the cook in the house. Um, but we also had salmon. We, he had chopped up cucumber, tomato, and feta with just some olive oil, oregano. And then we put that on like naan and then scoop some, um, store-bought tzatziki on top. So it was like kind of like a salmon gyro, right? Like super easy. But I would say like two of like my, I call them emergency meals. I feel like you call them the safe, safe Safe meals. meals. Yeah. Is chicken quesadillas for me is just such a go-to. And I think, and I know you've done videos on this before of the rotisserie chicken from Costco of just how delicious it is and how cost-effective it is. And it's so good and plump and juicy. Anyways, so especially on the weeks that we know that shit's going to hit the fan, we'll have a rotisserie chicken. You can tear every that up. week. Yeah. <laughs> so basically every week of our lives, um, having big old flour tortillas, nice shredded cheese. You can dip that in so many different things. So like a chicken quesadilla is like my safety blanket in life. I could eat it at every meal. And then back to other Trader Joe's options, we're huge fans of their frozen rice, like we talked about. Also, their frozen gnocchis section. They have so many different kinds. Um, I forget how to pronounce it correctly, the Italian in me. The, is it the cacca di pepe? How do you say that? I'm like butchering this. I'm not Italian, I'm so I, I know exactly what you're saying, but I don't want to embarrass myself and say anything I feel like more my, wrong. My husband's probably going <laughs> to run in here and like say the pronunciation for us, but it's so good. It's kind of like a truffle sauce. They have Truffle black sweet, pepper. <laughs> they have their um, sweet potato one with the butter sage so cream. There's just so many different ones. So sometimes it's like, okay, if we can focus on cooking a protein, if we have that capacity, um, then, okay, can we pull a frozen gnocchi with this? Maybe a, a bagged salad. Like that's another one. I think people feel this pressure to consume veggies that they've chopped from scratch and all this stuff. And it's like, no, bag salads are delicious and you can get a great variety of um, ingredients in there. So those are definitely some of the staples that have shown up in our kitchen time and time again. I love that. And then let's not forget dessert. The best. While we're at Trader Joe's, the mini cones are just a must. <laughs> uh, hold like, the cone. Those are delish. Oh. We've just been like, honestly, huge fans of ice cream. Just good old ice cream. Which is so not like you. Well, I can't eat dairy when I'm not pregnant. I get vigorously sick. I'm going to spare you but, the details on here. But, but pregnant, you're okay? Pregnant, I can consume all the dairy in the world. And so that, that is was my, hysterical. isn't that crazy? So on with my first pregnancy, 
my number one craving was McFlurries. So I went to McDonald's like every day. Um, but now my cravings are salt. Give me vinegar. I will chug it. I will drink pickle. I will like, I, it is completely different. So it's like crazy because I know I'm having a girl, but they are completely different cravings. That is so funny. My only craving with Dylan was, um, chicken salad. (laughs) I remember you made like so many TikToks about the chicken salad and like hiding it from New Jersey looking (laughs) for the best chicken salad. (laughs) Mine right now, like I have, it's funny. And I feel like you had this or you saw like Sammy Brundo, maybe make it the Greek salad. Oh my God. That was with Noah. Every day. Like I'm eating like crunchy, like I'm salivating right now. Think of it. It's like romaine feta black cracked black pepper a shit ton of banana peppers cucumber that sounds so good drown it in red wine vinegar and olive oil so like it's just so funny how i don't know why but that's that's what i want i love that here we are. So. <laughs> well, I think this is a great episode that people can save and come back to. And I hope it inspires you to understand that you absolutely cannot get your nutrition education from social media. Yes. <gasps> and you are allowed to eat food that comes in a package. You're allowed to eat processed foods. You're allowed to eat whole foods. You're allowed to eat whatever the fuck you want. But we want you to know that you don't need to feel guilt or shame if you're working these things in because it's very easy to go on social media and feel like you're doing everything air quotes wrong. And that's just simply not the truth. Um, yeah. Well, I have two topic ideas for upcoming podcasts that I would love to get our listeners um opinions on so if we go the motherhood route i would love to talk about how no stage of motherhood is forever which is a blessing and a curse um which i saw that post this morning yes i think that that would be such a great one to go over of like where we're at stages of our personal motherhood journeys and then number two i saw elena actually who we talked about eford on there we go we're terrible with her last name (laughs) she posted inspiring comments i've received as a registered dietitian and then she goes through like all some of like the nasty comments she's received um recently and like just kind of going through some of those and like talking through you know how not only wrong they are but like on social media like there are humans behind the accounts and like before you comment what you're really trying to say and do. So I think that would be a cool conversation for us to have and kind of compare some of the positives and negatives of social. Um, And we'd love to hear from you guys what you're thinking. Yes. Love that. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of What the Actual Fork Pod. We know there are a lot of pods out there and we are so grateful that you are here listening with us. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, like, share with all of your friends and faves, and don't forget to rate and review and let us know what you want to hear more of. The more we hear from you, the more that we can make these episodes exactly what you want. We would also love to connect with you on Instagram at whatthefork.pod. We promise to continue to bring you the hottest topics, greatest guests, and the most fun you can possibly have fighting diet culture bullshit. We love you, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week for more fun.